Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, yes. That's that slaughter. Those are the G Monetti beats. The G Moody beats. I like that. Let that rock, Miles. Let that rock for a little while. Get people in the headspace of the Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the uh, Vroom Tomb, uh, aka my car, the streets of Los Angeles, solo episode, uh, doing it big. It's a beautiful morning. And uh, man, what can I say? What can I say? I wanted to start the episode. I saw a movie the other day on iTunes called Stretch and Bobito Radio That Changed Lives about the Stretch Armstrong, Bobito Garcia, old radio show that they used to do uh, at a Columbia University. Um, Bobito, who is a DJ, filmmaker, Jack of all trades, directed the film. And if you don't know anything about uh, their radio show, that's fine. I'm not, this is not an uh, exclusive sort of uh, podcast uh, or a hipster elite podcast. So they had a radio show. I think it was 91, 92, maybe 93. We don't fact check here at the IRAP Port Stereo Podcast. There was a radio show in New York um, that they did out of the small radio uh offices in Columbia University in New York City and it became sort of the mecca for uh, one of the meccas of New York radio for 90s hip hop and it's a documentary sort of exploring that time exploring their relationship Stretch Armstrong who's a DJ 
Bobito was the personality, but he's also a DJ. He was the he was the on air personality, and everybody came up to that show before they were somebody. Nas, Jay Z, Big L, Black Thought. I'm I'm not Fat Joe, Big Pun, Eminem. Everybody, and it was sort of the the, the place to go to to, to to sort of emerge as an MC. And Jay Z's in the film, Nas is in the film, so Black Thoughts in the film, Fat Joe's in the film, Eminem is in the film, Big L, and um, I highly recommend people who love hip hop go to see. Uh, it's it's on iTunes. You could you could rent it or or, or buy it on iTunes. I highly recommend it. It, 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 it literally got my heart racing. It, 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 it just made me, it reminded me of so many different things, uh, of why I loved hip-hop, why I still do love hip-hop, why my feelings changed about hip-hop. Um, it was funny, it was emotional, and uh, I, I just, I, I highly recommend it. it. Like I said, if you don't know anything about the, about that radio program, that's fine. But if you like music, if you if you like doc, music documentaries, if you like documentaries in general, I, I highly recommend it's on iTunes. Stretch and Bobito Radio that changed lives. It, it just really got me excited. I mean, you could you could smell the blunts. You could you could smell people's breath. You 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 could taste the gum. You could taste. You just you you just like were there. The documentary sort of. Sends you back in, in in a time capsule twenty years ago, um, into a, a place and space when hip hop was still innocent, still exciting, still something that was like a to to to, to a lot of people a life and death sort of thing. Like the opportunity was life and death. Like some people like just had to have it, and um, you know I give it a a, a a two thumbs up, five stars, and. Um, I can't wait for people to see it. I I I, I know those guys, so I'm, hopefully I'm going to get them on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast to interview them both. <clears throat> and like I said, Jay Z's in it. New interviews, old stuff of him rhyming, some never heard before stuff. Big L, everybody, Talib Kweli, everybody's in it. Nas is in it. Fat Joe, great stories. It, it's just excellent. So, um. I'm looking forward to getting those guys on the Iron Rapport podcast, and, and just as a fan, I, I, I highly recommend uh, people checking that movie out. So this episode is going to be uh, of Room Tomb, Gloom Tomb mix. Um, I'm in my car on the 101 freeway. It's real shit. I have uh, my hand on the steering wheel and my other hand on the mic. I'm focused. I'm driving. I'm a safe driver and a safe podcaster, and. Uh, you know what more can I say? So the NFL playoffs, somehow or another, the motherfucking New England Patriots, despite the fact that their defensive end uh, was was whacked out of his tree on K two just days ago, they always figure out a way to, to, to pull it out. So they uh, they they easily beat the shit out of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, despite the fact that uh, Bill Belichick, for some reason, showed up to the press conference last week with an eye jammy, N- no one, no one ser- sort of got any answer as to why he had an eye jammy. Um, but uh, G Monetti is coming to Los Angeles, and we're trying to get press uh, press passes 
to go to the next New England uh, Patriots uh, press conference before they play um, and ask the questions that need to be asked. Because uh, Bill Belichick is rude to all the media, and and the media just takes it. He's abusive. I I, I, I rooted for the for the Patriots. I, I actually rooted for the Patriots. I have some sort of dysfunctional love hate. I want I wanted them to win. I wanted them to uh, meet the Seahawks in the in the Super Bowl, but that didn't happen. But the the Patriot way, which is really just like those guys are thugs and uh, just disrespectful. Bill Belichick's mumbling. Why do you have a black eye? You you you're sixty something years old. Uh, you, you're not a football player. You're not a boxer. Why are you showing at the up, the, up at the press conference with a black eye? And, and I and I think that Bill Belichick coached the game with eye makeup on, covering his black eye because black eyes just don't disappear three days later. Black eyes like they might um, fade out, but black eye is going to be a black eye. So when the game came on Saturday, he had no black eye. I think he had some rouge on uh, to cover the black eye. So, like I said, me and me and Moody are trying to get press passes to go directly to the next Patriots press conference and ask the hard-nosed, hard-hitting questions uh, that uh, people are, are afraid to ask. So that, that, that's that's one thing about the Patriots and the NFL playoffs. Another thing is is that I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I'm feeling strong right now. And one of the reasons why I'm feeling strong is because I got a great night's sleep last night on my Casper mattress. Okay, Casper mattresses, award-winning technology. Mattresses delivered to your door in a box. Delivers two to five days in the United States. Some days on the same day in New York City, some specific cities. Go to Casper.com. Mattresses come in six sizes. Great fair prices. You know the deal. You see the advertisements. Casper Mattresses are the, the sole mattress sponsor of the I Am Rapport podcast. And one of the reasons why I feel so good and look so good is because I get a great night's sleep every night on my Casper mattress. Go to Casper.com. Use the promo code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, and save $50 on your order. It's already a great price, and you could save $50. Go to Casper.com. Check out all the mattresses, award-winning technology made right here in the United States. You get 100 nights to test the mattress. If you don't like it for some strange reason, return it for free. Casper will pick up the mattress and return it for free and either donate the mattress to somebody who really appreciates a good night's sleep or they'll recycle the mattress. Casper mattress, Casper mattress, Casper.com. All right, so, um, yo, what, 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 what does this term troll mean? He trolled him. That I hear nonstop. Every day, you got trolled. He, he, he trolled. They trolled Russell Wilson. He, he, he what is this? Shit. Uh, I wanted to stop. I think it's whack as fuck, corny as fuck. And I, th- I believe it's come from some hipster elite, and 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 it and it's, um, needs to get nipped in the butt, as they say. That and ethered, ethered, he ethered him. Um, I know where that came from, but but it's it's again it's it's the the hipsters taking something and ruining it. Ethered obviously came from Nas, in the Nas Jay Z beef. Uh, with the song Ether. 
But now they made it into a, a term, ethered. You got ethered. He ethered him. No, 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 no. And, 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 and they were talking about uh, Russell Wilson got trolled. The Carolina Panther fans trolled him. Uh, one of the Car- all this shit with future. I, I, I honestly, I'm so out of the loop, and and thankfully so, um, that I, I don't know one future song. This guy future, I heard he's enormously talented. I couldn't tell pick future out of a lineup, um, and I'm glad. Um, I could pick the OJs and the Spinners and the Whispers out of a lineup. And, and I'm sure I'm missing out on some, some good music, but I don't know who the hell uh, Future is. I know that uh, Russell Wilson, uh, who I'm pretty sure spent the whole season not fucking. And uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to point the blame at that, but I'm not going to not point the blame at that. We, we told you in the beginning of the season, Russell Wilson, you needed to skeet. Um, and he had a good season. But 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 it wasn't the same. It wasn't consistently the same. There were some games. There was like six or seven games where the ends where he just turned it out. No pun intended, since we're talking about Skeeton. But he hasn't acknowledged the fact that he didn't skeet. So just to do the second um, rundown of the playoffs, the uh, Seattle Seahawks lost to the Carolina Panthers. I love... Cam Newton, and let me tell you something, I saw Cam Newton one time at an All-Star game, an NBA All-Star game, probably after his second season, or his first season, maybe his second or first season, I don't know, I was with my kids, and that motherfucker is big, no Bruno, my man is probably 6'5", but like a a solid, strong, definitely 6'5", and 260, and he's not 6'5", like basketball player 6'5". He's like 6'5", like Cam Newton 6'5". He's a big fucking dude, man. I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's... That guy's big. Like, did they say 250? He's... That guy's... In, in, the fact that he's a quarterback is, is crazy to me. Because, you know, quarterbacks used to be small dudes. Uh, Eli Manning, he's like bodyguard size, too. That's a big motherfucker. So uh, my prediction of the Seattle Seahawks uh, making that was one of my predictions making it into the Super Bowls. The, you know, I did my predictions early year. The, obviously, that didn't come to fruition. So now we have the gimpy Denver Broncos led by the gimpy uh, Peyton Manning, but he's a winner playing New England. I think New England is going to kick their ass, um, and Carolina is playing um, the fucking uh, the Arizona who beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers really was the reason why I lost in my fantasy football league. Um, but he's a motherfucker too, though, man. He had that another Hail Mary. He, he, he's good. He, they, were, they were screwed up all year. So I, I still rock with, with Aaron Rodgers, although, although he had a tough season, but it, I don't think it was all his fault. And uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about. What am I even talking about here? Let, 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 let's put on some beats and, and let's get into the, the meat and potatoes of this podcast, Miles. Miles Davis, uh, my Asian sound guy, his name is actually Miles Davis. Let, let, let me get some, some fire here and let's, let's get into it. All right. It's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Um, so now we get into the, 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 the meat and bones, the meat and potatoes 
of this particular episode. So now I'm in the gloom tomb. I was in the broom tomb. I've switched it up a little bit. So uh, um, this uh, Oscar controversy is continuing to grow and brew, and I, and I, I feel like it's going to continue. So if you're, if you're not uh, uh, up to date on it, and I don't see how you can't be, because if you get on your computer, you, you should be up to date on everything, because once you're on Facebook, Twitter, dailynews.com, once you're fact-checking, once you're out in the world, you should be up to date on at least half the things going on. So in a nutshell, there were no Oscar nominations for any African-American actors or directors. The, the highlighted uh, African-American, or a.k.a. black, uh, uh, performers this year were Idris Elba for Beast of No Nation, um, Michael B. Jordan, and Ryan Coogler for Creed, and of course Stallone was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, uh, NWA, the film and, and the cast, um, and Will Smith... Um, for concussion, uh, and since the nominations, Jada Pinkett Smith has come out and, and, and said some very articulate, smart things about uh, her frustrations with the Oscars, and and now uh, uh, Spike Lee uh, it, it said some things. Uh, I won't quote either one of them because I don't fact check, but I am going to break a cardinal rule of the Iron Rapport podcast and. I did fact check when the last time, which was two years ago, uh, black actors were nominated and won. Um, in 2014, the, the, uh, I can't pronounce his name well correctly. I know I'm not pronouncing it right. And that might be deemed as, uh, as uh, racist. Because, you know, you got to be careful. I, I, I could say uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor's name wrong, which I'm sure I just did. Maybe I said it right. Chiwetel Ejiofor. He was nominated for 12 Years a Slave. He's black. Uh, and then uh, Steve McQueen was nominated Best Director for uh, 12 Years a Slave. This is 2014. And I know no one's thought about most of the movies since 2014, which just goes to show that who gives a shit about the uh, Oscars? I mean, listen, if you want to nominate me, feel free. But the, the, the point is, is that even two years ago, you, 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 no one would be able to name who was nominated and who won. Also, uh, the dude, Barkad Abdi, the dude from Captain Phillips, I am the captain now. Remember that part, that guy? I think he's driving a cab somewhere. He was nominated. See, he was nominated for an Oscar, and I, th- I seriously think he's driving a cab in Minnesota now. Um, so again, it just goes to show that... The awards are overrated. I think that the most um, important awards, there are newer award, are the SAG awards because the actors vote for the actors' awards. Anyway, so and Lupita Nyong'o definitely didn't say her name wrong. She she won the Oscar for Twelve Years uh, a Slave, and Alfonso Curian, he's Latin. He uh, won for Gravity. The point is, is that if you went back into fact-checking and you looked up who won for what, da la 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 the last three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, no one would be able to tell who won what. So what's, what's the, big, the big to-do? Because the Oscars, they, they, they're, they're not accurate. Awards are not accurate. They're never going to be accurate. And, and like I said on um, a, a podcast a few weeks ago, I do not think that Will Smith should have been nominated 
I am doing the same accent that he did in concussion. It does not mean you should be nominated. I said months ago that he wasn't going to get nominated for, for that performance. And I fucks with Will Smith hard body karate. Will Smith, husband of Jada Pinkett Smith, is not complaining about not getting nominated because he's like, yo, I'm the guy who fucking came out with parents just don't understand 25 years ago and now I'm making 20-something million dollars a movie. You think he's going to complain about this shit? Will Smith was a talented uh, uh, MC who then went on to do The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air who now command 20-plus million dollars a movie and he totally deserves it. He's been nominated before. He's never won. But the point that I'm making this year is like, what would be enough? What is the point of protesting the Oscars? Do you want to make a quota that each year there should be X amount of black and or Latino uh, actors nominated? Do you want to guilt the Academy into getting it? The biggest snub of the Oscars this year is Walton Goggins from Hateful Eight. Now, you might say, I don't think he deserves an award. And I say, I think it's the biggest snub. Walton Goggins from from uh, from Justified, probably not even saying his name right. And I got his fucking phone number in my in my phone in my in my phone. I text him. I consider him a friend. So uh, those of you who might have accused me as being a racist for not saying uh, Chuatel, I can't. I'm not even gonna try to say his last name. Uh, Walton Goggins. I'm saying his name different every time I say it. He, in my opinion, is the biggest snub of the Oscars this year. He should have got nominated for Hateful Eight. And, and then you have to figure out, do you nominate uh, Samuel Jackson? Big snub in my opinion. He's black. Samuel Jackson is a black actor. He, he's been overlooked many, many, many fucking times. But, but I, the, the, the point is, is that I think that you're getting into a slippery slope by, by saying you want to boycott the Oscars. Um, the BET Awards nominates um, actors who do not deserve to be nominated. All black and, and Latino actors get nominated by the BET Awards. That's an exclusive uh, award show. And I get it. Gerald uh, G. Moody, a.k.a. the uh, Black Ed McMahon, um, he, he, he wants to get on here and talk about it. He's coming out to Los Angeles. We're going to debate this topic. Um, I understand about the white privilege. I also understand that I, I am starting a protest about the Jews being snubbed in the NBA. There ain't one fucking Jew in the NBA. Do you understand that when I was a kid, all I thought about, all I dreamed about was playing basketball. I didn't get bar mitzvahed because I had to practice every Wednesday and Monday on my basketball game. Wednesday and Monday was, was you had to go to Hebrew school. I told my father, no, I need to practice every Wednesday and, mon- and, when- and Monday. Just like Tuesday, Wednesday. I practiced, 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 practiced. Nobody gave a shit. That I wanted to be in the NBA. Nobody gave a shit that I, I didn't go to trips on trips with my family because I had to practice or I had games. Okay, there ain't one Jew in the NBA. Okay, I'm a Jew. Okay, so I'm going to fucking protest that. Okay, and, and, and you know, go even further. It's like, when was the last time a, a white guy won MVP in the NBA? Steve Nash. Before that, it was Larry Joe Bird. Okay, every year it's a black guy. I'm not even asking for a Jew MVP in the in the NBA. The point is, is that you can you can start going debating and going crazy and all this. And I get it. 
Jada Pinkett. Uh, my history with Jada Pinkett is long. Um, we're not friend, friend, friends, but we are friends. I took her to her first audition that she ever got as a, 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 in California. The first job she booked, I drove her to, okay? If I didn't drive her to that job that she got on that bullshit show, whatever it was, no disrespect, Jada, you know it wasn't a great show. It was some, some show, big deal at the time, but it wasn't like, you know, uh, she was in, um, I don't know, who knows what. It was some random show on the air. I was very happy. Was every, everybody was very happy. We shared an agent. I drove her to the job. Boom. Maybe she didn't get that job. Maybe she's not married to Will Smith. Maybe she isn't sitting on $100 million. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay, I, I fuck with Jada. Hard body karate. I, I, I respect uh, Will Smith. And, and, and I get it. Um, Chirac. Uh, didn't get nominated, and I and I and I wonder if if Chirac had gotten nominated. Let's say there was no other black uh, nominations, no actors, no no actresses nominated, but Chirac, Spike Lee's movie was nominated for Best Picture, or Chirac, uh, uh, Spike Lee was nominated for Best Director. Would we be uh, discussing boycotting the Oscars if Will Smith was nominated? And nobody else was 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 nominated. Would Jada Pinkett Smith be um, discussing boycotting the Oscars? I don't know. I don't know. These are these are the questions that uh, I want to ask. I have an open invitation to Jada Pinkett Smith and or Spike Lee and Will Smith uh, to come on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. It doesn't benefit me. I'm not looking to boost ratings here. I am really. I am. But, but the, I'm saying they have an open invitation anyway. I would love to discuss this with anybody and everybody who wants to discuss this topic. You know, and it's like you go to a hip-hop show. Kanye West, Meek Mill, Drake, all, all, all the biggest African-American, Jay-Z, biggest African-American hip-hop artists. You, go, you look in the crowd, 85 to 90% white people. So, so, so do we boycott that? Why is it only white people supporting black music? Why aren't the black artists boycotting the, the white audience? I'm just saying, this is the point that I'm getting it, is that it's a slippery fucking slope. I go to see Kanye West. You, 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 you could count the number of black folks in the audience on two hands, maybe three hands. I seen it with my own eyes. I was at the Staples Center. Uh, so as a side note, LeBron James broke out the the the, the double XL headband for the game uh, the other day versus uh, uh, um, the Golden State Warriors. He hadn't been rocking the headband, and then for some reason, uh, he he broke out the double XL thick shit. I, I wonder are LeBron James headbands customized? Because I've never seen a headband there, but they're almost like a do rag size. Like they they're like forehead, and then it goes over the. I don't know what he's doing, yo. I have to say that the, the, the pleasure that I got from watching the Goldie, Golden State Warriors crack that ass, crack the Cleveland Cavaliers. I guess in Cleveland they call themselves the land. Crack the land's ass. The land of what? If Cleveland is the land and they're calling themselves the land, what is it the land of? Like, you know, like the land of opportunity. What, it's, what is it? What is it? They crack that ass real proper, real nice. 
They came into Cleveland, a.k.a. the land, and beat that ass real nice. I, I mean, again, I, 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 I love watching LeBron James, and I've made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to, uh, you know, just be blinded by my, 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 my hate and, 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 and dislike of, 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 of some of the things he does. Uh, you know, really the Miami stuff. I can't, I can't, uh, you know, uh, we're not living in the past, but I, I obviously I respect him and I, and I know he's a great role model and a great thing for the NBA, but that doesn't mean I have to like him. Just like I didn't have to like Larry Bird or Michael Jordan. You can't make me like him. People say, why do you hate him? He's not on my team. If he's with the Knicks and I love him, he's not with the Knicks. He's not coming to the Knicks. And like, why are you hating? He's not on my team. That's what you do. You hate the other team. Why is that such a fuck? That's what the fucking hate shaming, the mad shaming. He's not on my team, therefore I hate him. It doesn't matter who he is, LeBron James, fucking Tony Romo, Joe Blow, Alex Schmo, fucking this one or that one. That's what the nature of sports, that's what makes it fun. You love your team and you hate the opponent. Why are you hating? Because I fucking don't like the team. I'm not a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. I wasn't a Miami Heat fan. Try to fucking mad shame me on my own podcast. This is my own podcast and you want to mad shame me. It's not going to happen. No mad shaming in 2016. The loaf walk is coming in 2016. I'm not even going to talk about El Chapo and Sean Penn. I'm going to save that for later. Okay, but I'm just telling you, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast and I got off. I was elated. Okay? That's a big word for some of you. Elated. Elation. Watching the Golden State Warriors go into Cleveland and spank that ass. When LeBron James had on the the double XL headband, for some reason he chose to put that shit on. I bet you ain't and now he now he's now he has to keep wearing it. See, that's the whole thing. Now he has to keep wearing it because then otherwise it's going to be like, you wore the headband and you got your ass kicked. And then they're going to start saying, oh, David Blatt isn't a good coach. How many fucking all-stars do you need on that team? They got everybody. You put together a crew and, and, and it's not working. Now, I know they could turn around. It's one game, blah, blah, blah. I get all that. You know why? Because I know basketball. Okay? I know fucking basketball. I might not be good and say, oh, well, you sucked in your celebrity game. Me and G. Monetti have an open invitation to anybody else's podcast. Two on two, me and G. Monetti. We crack that ass real proper. Real proper, real nice. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, and uh, we're coming live and direct. Um, what else was I going to get into? There's plenty of things I want to get into. I don't know, I'm hopped up on caffeine. I'm all fucking whacked out. I had a, a late afternoon latte. Trying to get a new car. You know, these car dealers, these guys think they're so slick. They're throwing terms at me left and right. I said, listen, man, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't fact check. I don't know what your, your MFS, I'll tell you some of the terms they, they, they threw at me. They're, they're texting me all this shit. I said, my man, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I know I was giving away my power by, by, by telling them that, but I was also saying, you know what, at the end of the day, I'm either going to buy the car or not. You're not going to fucking try to... Sh- he said, oh, that's aggressive. I said, you damn right it's aggressive. You're a car salesman. You think I'm going to come in here and, and, and play fucking tiddlywinks with you? You're the biggest shyster. This guy that I was trying to sell me the car hadn't shaved in three weeks. He had hair in his mouth telling me that's an aggressive offer, Mike. I'm looking at your fucking... You, 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 your mouth game. You have... Why don't you shave? You know, and, and, and why are you the only person 
in, in, in Thousand Oaks that's wearing slacks. Nobody wears slacks anymore with a shirt tucked in. And you're telling me that's aggressive. I think it's aggressive that you are trying to sell me something wearing slacks, 40 pounds overweight, unshaven, with a shirt tucked in. To me, that's aggressive. So when I made my, my counteroffer, he told me that's aggressive. Fuck out of here. These guys, these car salesmen. So uh, dipping back into the NBA, um, Andre Drummond, who, who, who probably for most people that don't follow the NBA is a star NBA player for the Detroit Pistons. And earlier this year, um, he's great. He got his teeth fixed. Um, and, and earlier this year, I, I, I said, on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. If you want to fact check, fact check this. I begged and pleaded for this guy. Good looking guy. Handsome. He's a fucking, he's a tank in the paint. Detroit Pistons, center power forward. Uh, all-star this year for sure. Um, I, I said, Andre, I, I, I know you got your teeth fixed and I support that. And, 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 and what we're going to work on next is you have body hair that looks like it's so profuse and so deep. It looks like tattoo, like marking, like somebody took a sharpie to your your shoulders. And 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 I called him out. Me and G Moody called him out. And now he has got the shoulder hair removed. And I want to applaud you, applaud you, Andre Jumrin, for doing that and stepping up to the plate and removing your shoulder hair because it didn't look dope. You're a young guy, and 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 you shouldn't be walking around like fucking Grizzly Adams. You look crazy. You're, you're manscaping. I don't support over manscaping, but I don't support not acknowledging the obvious. So Andre Drummond, good for you. And, and you look great. Congratulations on, on a great season. Congratulation, uh, congratulations on getting your grill fixed and your furniture fixed. Your, your fronts look good. You, you're, looking, you're looking strong and you, you're putting yourself in contention to actually win MVP. And if you do win the MVP, you don't want to be up there with hairy shoulders and fucked up teeth. So good for you. Number two, Jeremy Lin the other night um, hurt somebody with his spiked hair. Now, Jeremy Lin, I fuck with you since Lin Sanity. Um, I can't remember the guy's name who, who, who he got the personal foul because Jeremy Lin is walking around with highly gelled hair spiked up. Like it's 1993 and he's in, um, what's that group's called? I want to sex you up. What's that, that group name? I want to sex you up. It was that interracial sort of doo-wop uh, acapella group. Baby. Oh, fuck is the name of that group? I don't know. But, but, but Jeremy Lin, it is time to cut that shit. You look dumb. You, 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 you poked the dude in the face with, with, with your spiked hair. Look it up. I'll post it. Cut your, cut your shit. You look ridiculous. You look totally ridiculous. And I'm a fan. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm calling him out until he stops. And I know that people in the NBA listen to the Iron Rapport podcast. I, I know that for a fact. Um, and, and, and we were the first people to tell Steph Curry, you're playing like an MVP, look like an MVP, and, and, and start brushing your hair when you're in public. And and sure enough, boom. Now I'm not saying that had anything to do with me or the I am Rapport Stereo podcast, but I'm not saying that it didn't have anything to do with it. Oh man. I don't know. I need some wine. I need to drink a little wine. Cool down. You know that I, I didn't drink wine uh, up until I, I I started drinking wine about three or four years ago. 
9,000 years people have been making wine. You know that? 9,000 years. And I just started drinking wine. In my 40s. You know, some people get a, a headache after they drink wine. But for many of us, it's the shopping that's the real headache. There's so many choices, so many picks, so many things to learn. So many, they're so expensive with no guarantee that you'll even like what you buy. But I started getting my wine at Club W. And that changed everything. It's easy. You just go to clubw.com and answer some simple questions. And they create the different wines that are just perfect for you. Club W is leading the grape-to-glass wine revolution. They work directly with the vineyards to cut out the middleman, which saves you money. Okay, I got six bottles of beautiful wines, reds and whites, from Club W. All right, you get premium wine customized to your taste at a third of what you pay at the store. They even ask, they even have a no-risk, 100% guarantee that you'll love what they send you. All right, go to Club W, which is offering 50% off to the listeners of the I Am Rappaport podcast. 50%, not 15, not 15, 5-0 off your first order when you go to Club W, that's clubw.com slash Rappaport, I am about to drink some wine. I'm taking a break. We're going to put some funky beats on right now, and I'm going to come back and close this puppy up real strong, real strong. Miles, let me get some funk for 30 seconds. Let me get 30 seconds of funk while I get this Club W wine. Yes, 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 yes. Yo, Miles. That's what I'm talking about. That's that shit right there. That's that heat right there. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna do a singular wig, please. Uh, some people uh, have been begging, pleading for 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 the wig, please segment. I haven't been going hard body karate on my wig, pleases, but uh, um, there's so many segments to choose from uh, at the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I don't know if you've never listened to it before, but we don't fact check. We go hard body karate. Um, we have the De Niro line of the week. We have the patent wig please. We have, uh, oh man, they're so Ielloing. Next episode, we're going heavy, heavy Iello. Heavy Iello. A lot of people have been saying, where are you, where are you at with the Ielloing? I, 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 as I said, I, I suffered, I got sick, and I had to sort of get my voice the strength of it because the Ielloing takes, takes a lot out of me. But uh, new listeners, I'm glad to have you. Um, usually I, I, I do this with my, my co-host, G. Monetti, uh, G. Moody, a.k.a. the Black Ethnic Man. They call me the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Albino Rhino, a.k.a. the White Arsenio Hall. Um, a sex company in New York City, right in the heart of... Now, you want to talk about something to protest. A company called Guy-Fi. Guy-Fi. It, it, it's in old payphone booths. Um... It's set up to, quote-unquote, relieve stress. A guy-fi booth right in the heart of Manhattan. If you've never been to New York City, 28th and 5th Avenue. You couldn't be right more in the heart of the city. Basically, what they open up is a spit booth right there out in the open. You say, what is a spit booth? Yo, a spit booth is one of these, when you go into one of these, like, these porno joints, and they play the pornos, the no-nos, and you go in there and, and you, 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 you spit off. You skeet off alone. 
call those a spit booth. They got him right there out in the open, right on 28th Street, all over Manhattan, Guy Fi. Yo, my man, yo, you get a wigger, please. We need to shut these shits down. And I'm not, I'm not a kosher dude. Like, I'm not like a, you know, like a PC and all this shit. But you can't have spit boots right out in the middle of the street. You know, young kids could walk in there, stick their head in there, and dudes are skeeting off on the floor. It's disgusting. Behind a curtain, right in the middle of the street. This is real shit. Look it up. GuyFi. GuyFi.com. So dudes can relieve stress, a.k.a. bust off right in the middle of the street. Come on, man. You get a wig of please for that. No bueno. No, 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 no bueno. Yeah, I'm drinking my wine. I'm drinking a fresh, a French uh, Cabernet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Got that from Club W. That's real. Los Bobos. Hello, L-E-S. Bobos. My French isn't that good. Les Bobos. Listen, I, I don't know how to speak French, but I know how to speak wine. I don't know crazy, but I know karate. You better act somebody. All right. And and Miles, cue, cue the sick fuck of the week uh, music. Cue it up for me now. Live. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What sick fuck? The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not giving. You did. What? No. 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 You know, my cat Wheezy. I mean, my cat. My dog Wheezy. I'm a dog guy. Uh, I don't. I don't give a shit about cats. I don't care. Um, shout out to my mom, June Brody, and her cats. But but she she knows. I don't trust them. I never have trusted. Not just her cats. I, I, I sort of trust her cats. But I don't like to sleep around them. Who knows? I might wake up with them, fucking one of them hanging off the end of my nose. Bite my fucking nose off. Scratch my eyes. I, I don't know. I just don't trust them. I had a cat try to take a shot at me once. And since then, I haven't been the same. But it seems that every time I turn around, there's somebody doing some crazy craziness to a cat i was gonna say crazy shit but i'm trying to cut down on my cursing okay there's somebody doing some crazy stuff to a cat a guy 36 year old guy was arrested on new year's day told the police officers that he choked his cat to death with a rope okay choked his cat to death said he was upset about his eviction and 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 he told his landlord, he was going to kill the cat, and then he did kill the cat. They found the cat dead uh, in, a, in the running shower. There's some guy from some, some Iowa. And then that he killed the cat to satisfy his blood craving and to keep the animal from having to go to an animal shelter when he got evicted. So you get a wig of please for that because that's a bullshit excuse. And you get a sick fuck of the week. He, he killed the cat and drank, drank the cat's blood. And this guy looks like a sick fuck. If you, if you check this guy out, his name is Justin Case Jacoby. He is the poster boy for sick fucks. When you imagine what a sick fuck would look like, he's got, some, he's got glasses, some kind of like Kurt Rambis goggle type glasses. And he looks 
like the type of guy you don't want to be walking down the street with because he might fucking kill you and then, then, then eat you. He really looks like that guy. You, my friend, are the solo sick fuck of the week with a wig of please on top for the excuse saying you didn't want your cat to go to an animal shelter. I don't believe you. I think you just, you, you stick with the first thing. You wanted to drink the cat's blood, didn't you, you freak? You sicko? You, 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 you nutcase? And, and that's it. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Yo, I'm going to be on my, my, my new friend. I say new friend, Anna Ferris's podcast uh, this week, today, and the rest of the week. Her podcast is blown up. Anna Ferris, you know, the actress, been in tons of stuff. She's on the TV show uh, Mom, Scary Movie. You know, uh, everything. Tons of stuff. One of the most iconic comedic actresses of the last 15 years. She's got a a really funny podcast, and we tore shit up. She's married to Chris Pratt. High-level, triple-A-list shit. So check that out. Uh, What else? I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the the playoffs. I'm looking forward to G. Monetti coming out here. We're doing all L.A. gloom tomb, room tomb shit. And, uh, you know... I don't know what to say, man. Miles, let, let me get something funky, and, and let, let's let's shut it down. Iron Rapport Podcast is sponsored by the American Giant Clothing Company. AmericanGiant.com. Go on there. Sweatshirts, rough, well-made, comfortable, breathable, warm. In the, in the winter, you need yourself a nice American Giant zip-up hoodie or a pullover hoodie. American Giant. Go to AmericanGiant.com. Check out the T-shirts, the sweatshirts, the sweatpants. American Giant. Once upon a time, there was a new crossover that refused to play by the rules. It flipped the script and made all the others look like fools. Featuring styling that's sexier by far and handles like a rock star. Introducing the first ever Toyota CHR. Enjoy agile handling in the body of a seductive crossover that comes with standard 18-inch alloy wheels. The first ever Toyota CHR. The perfect ride to spin your own tail. Toyota. Let's go places.